Everybody's the Flat podcast. We've got a very special guest this week. He's been waiting every week. He I think actually been. he's been a bit sad that he hasn't been included yet. <laughs> can you guess who it is? It's Hello, I'm doing well. Can I point out the fact that the reason it's not like I've been nagging to go on is every week you send me a message saying, "Do you want to be on the podcast?" And I say, "Yeah, sure." And then you go, "Oh no way, we found Carlos and Mary or someone else." Consistently. That's horrible, Elizabeth. Like Sam has been a reliable backup every week that we thought we had a guest, but every week I've also let him down. <laughs> I did not know this was happening. So this has I'm been a long-awaited instalment oh, of the Friday Sam. podcast. So really, the challenge is to work out. Cornwall. Um. I know. <laughs> the challenge is to work out which person in Whitcomb said no this week. The meant to just watch your backup of me. No, I <laughs> did. But I just think I don't give anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Run out of all your options. Fine. <laughs> this week will have to be sad. May as well. Finally. <laughs> uh, well, I think yeah. also part of it has been that we've had nearly every other MT on, and we were like, once we've had Sam, like, yeah. we've completed it. Like, there's. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. to, at the beginning it was Jess and then Michael, and we thought, let's give the MTs a bit of a break. Mm. But then we also like, we don't need to have Tom on because he gets all the other podcasts. So we don't but then he asked us to feature on one of the other ones, so then yeah. we had a podcast with Tom. Yeah. So you've been the one waiting for our, yeah. our hat trick. Bottom of the pile. <laughs> so we're very glad to have you here, Sam. Um, mm. Thank you for tuning in from Cornwall. <laughs> What's Cornish for hello? Do you think? Cornish isn't a separate. I thought they were going for independence. Do they not have their own language? Oh, yeah, no, no, they've got their own language. Yeah, yeah. It's basically the same as Welsh. Actually. So, Rantia, legit. So, if you you go on a bus, the, Mm. uh, like, all the announcements for the next stop is is all in Cornish. It's it's properly embedded here. Yeah, yeah. But the mad thing is, this this fascinates me, it's really boring. But, like, um, the language died out properly in the 1800s. However, as in, so that's what like so linguists and people that like look into this thing have, have said mm-hmm. it died out and then it got resurrected in the 1900s when Cornish independence yeah. became like a big thing, like a political thing. <laughs> but, um, but like if you speak to Cornish people, they will flat out deny the fact that the language died out and say, no, our family <laughs> spoke this language for generations and generations. <laughs> and it's like, it's very controversial. Um, I don't know what you're not publicise where Sam lives at the minute. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah, <we're> like, <laughs> these people in <laughs> <they> all <laughs> gangs Get speaking eggs. Cornish. <laughs> you might as well say you prefer a Devonish tea. <laughs> I know. But, like independence is a huge thing. So most cars, like eighty percent of cars, have bumper stickers with the Cornish flag on. Really? Um, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I never realised this. I really hadn't. No. I mean, we're not really like I've never. I've never actually been to Cornwall. We'd like we would never holiday yeah. in like that area of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you if it like, low. matches Scottish independence, but you don't know because you don't know Cornish independence. <laughs> well yeah, but also <sighs> Scotland's got more of a case, is that what you were gonna say? No no. <laughs> I just like actually from experience, it's not like a massive thing up in Scotland. Mm, really? But I don't I thought it was a massive know thing. No, if I like it it is, but it's not a topic of conversation. Yeah, okay. I don't think it probably has a lot more history to it mm. and is less big of a thing now than it used to be. But yeah, I like I never was aware of it growing up when like visiting and that kind of stuff. But, I remember but the thing is with, with Cornwall, like mm-hmm. the like it's not like all of it's the same. So if you go to North Cornwall, mm. like just in Devon, it's basically the same as Devon. 
and yeah. like people would identify as British, not Cornish. But down here, so mm. li- literally on, on forms for ethnicities, they put white Cornish. Like it's <laughs> properly ingrained. <laughs> it's mad. You're going to get lynched. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how much of this would you like us to censor? <laughs> um... So, how is Cornwall, Sam? <laughs> it's Have lovely. you gone surfing yeah. yet? <laughs> it's really good. No. <laughs> Uh, have you yeah. thought about applying for a permit of residence? Will you be changing your ethnicity? <laughs> I need a green card to get in, really, yeah. But, um... Green card with a black cross. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, wait, is it a black card with a green cross? Oh. I don't know. Do oh, another thing that Devon. adds to the... Um... <gasps> I didn't do that. <laughs> another thing that adds right, to the separation it? is that there are only two roads into Cornwall. Like, is it, <laughs> the, border, the border is the River Tamar, so it's like, it's not mm. easy to cross, you have to bridge it, basically. And there's only two yeah. roads that do it, so... Wow. So that's what they so were saying. So you could that, actually what... be locked down in Cornwall. If they put a barricade yeah. up, you're stuck. Yeah. We were a bit scared that we wouldn't be able to get in, like, when we drove down. Mm. And you could just roadblock them in. Like, yeah, it'd be quite easy to do. Yeah, so. yeah it must be quite weird. I like, I can't live. <laughs> mm. Do you feel isolated down there or are you just rocking the beach life? I know a lot of people enjoy your kids talk with um, a windy background. <laughs> or not so windy background. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to take this moment to apologise uh, for the audio quality of that video. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, I just love the little line, you can spy on them. <laughs> Let's be honest, that's what we're all doing, isn't it? When you see the bookshelf yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, what, what are they reading? How smart are they? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> or in Naomi's case, like, why are they interior decorated like yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I'm like. I would not put that chandelier next to those picture frames. Yeah. Like, you do you. The upholstery <laughs> is appalling. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, though, like, that's what we do anyway. Like, whenever we go on walks, you, we've spoken about this before. You'll find us like peering through hedges just to look at people's houses and like standing on our tiptoes to look through yeah, their yeah, kitchen. Yeah. We'll be like, oh, I think that's a Howden's countertop. I was saying the other day, this is the reason why I wear heels a lot, is that so you can just look over garden walls. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you make really awkward eye contact, you're like, what? Oh, nothing to see here. I'm a waver. Like, if I've made contact, eye contact with someone, I yeah. just go full in and I'm like, right, we've made contact now. I'm going to be, be my happy. friend. I'm wave at you and then what happens is they find it more awkward than I would have done to have been caught creeping on their house but not more <laughs> awkward than me because then <laughs> I just run up the road and I'm like I'm not here <laughs> I do not know this lunatic <laughs> yeah I think that's the introvert extrovert divide though isn't it like extroverts at that point go start waving and try to be friends introverts are like oops <laughs> run I'm already at the M4 like <laughs> panic how are you finding working from home but still working for Whitcomb? Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one um, mm. because um, it kind of, to be honest with you, it doesn't really feel like work because um, yeah. like it's doing church stuff. So, I mean, so previously when it felt like work because I would get up at a kind of working time, have breakfast, walk mm. to Whitcomb building, which was where I worked worked nine to five or you know a few hours later i was doing kids club or whatever and then walk home and it kind of felt very separated even though the stuff mm. i was doing yeah is church just doesn't really feel like normal work um but now because it's just like yeah i'll get up get my laptop out and start you know writing a talk or you're doing some emails <laughs> or something like that and mm. it just it doesn't really feel very like 
different from the rest of my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And because it's Cornwall and the sun is shining and I basically <laughs> feel like I'm on holiday, it's just, yeah. it feels like I'm, I don't know if you've had this, but like, you've been on holiday and you're like, I really shouldn't do work or like, I shouldn't do something, but I need to check yeah. emails or something. It's yeah, just that yeah. all the time, the kind of guilt, <laughs> yeah. so I probably don't need to be working, but like, I do need to be working. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But then I guess on the plus side, every time you finish work, you're on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the dreamy thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So today we went for um went for our lunch as a, as a picnic lunch in um oh. a, like a park or well, not like a um I can't disclose my location uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like a, a lovely uh, woody place like nearby and sat on a bench and had a picnic. So um, oh, yeah, it's nice. That is so lovely. Are you doing much cooking where you are? Yeah, I'm. I was, I'm cooking six out of seven meals, actually. Oh, nice. Well done, you. Yeah. I love cooking, as uh, anybody who knows me will know. Mm. Um, so I, I leap mm. at the chance to, uh, to cook for people. Yeah. Um, Are you doing any yeah. Cornish national dishes? I, I have thought I could try doing a pasty at some point. That'd be quite fun. You but, should, um, yeah. yeah. You could make a massive pasty. Did you see there was a... I can't remember if he was a Cornish man or not. Maybe he was just a baker. But to commemorate the birth of his firstborn son, he made a pasty <laughs> the size and weight of his son. Hello, <laughs> so Cornish. <laughs> so Absolutely fantastic. It's one of my favourite like, not news news stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. I think he said it took them a week to eat it. Um, wow, that's surprised though. Massive. The pasty, not the child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to kick the wrong but thing. The thing is, he's never made a Cornish pasty before. Oh, wow. wow. The, the one time Ambitious. you try to do it, you do it the size of a you... newborn baby. Wow. Um, wow. That have, I wonder if it was actually that good. Because also, like, when you scale things up that big, mm. often ratios just don't work in quite the same yeah. way. Yeah. Like, like, too much filling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's why it took over a week yeah. to eat. Um. It sounds very um, Heston Blumenthal. Do you remember when, like, there'd be those like random episodes on the TV, and he'd like oh, make a so pump out of like, like, um, like I remember it was really weird. I'm pretty sure he made one out of, like a pie. You could yeah, I remember this. The warm, you'd be eating a pie, and like all the wow. food was really weird. But like, it's so entertaining to watch because it's just a little bit strange and slightly alien. Mm. It sounds a bit so that, like that. Yeah. Oh. That show was where I got my um, reason for doing my degree. So when I when I watched oh, that no. show, I loved it because it was like food science and like like engineering, but food it was like my two things I enjoyed. So it's like, yeah. and so you know how Essen Blumenthal is like um, like brainstorming all these like stupid ideas that he's got for like yeah making a pub out of jelly or whatever. Yeah, and um, and there's like there's always this guy in the background who's like <laughs> the nerd. He's just like, trying to work out how it's like structurally feasible. That kind yeah. Of thing. <laughs> And I was like, that's the job I want. Yeah. That's the best job in the world. <laughs> um, and so... I, I want to be able to tell engineering. whether he can make a yeah. pub out of jelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, so that's why I did um, chemical engineering. Cool. Have you the... made anything with your degree yet? <laughs> you know, they, they literally didn't cover any of that in my degree. I was so disappointed. No! Um, yeah, I'm imagining I know. you like, building a Cornish pasty to block the one road, the two roads, into Cornwall. <laughs> as a great sign of independence. <laughs> they make you prime minister. <laughs> you, you, yeah. have to you eat all of the pasties. Yes. Oh. <laughs> like a mega <laughs> food eating challenge. <laughs> Prove you're a man and eat the way out. <laughs> Only mm. the Cornish can make it through. <laughs> <laughs> the the other big food here, of course, is um is the whole issue of scones. And uh, well, do you put scones. your cream? 
no, oh, let, let me just pause actually, there. You actually it's a scone. I am a scone person. You kidding? I am. There I was a short period when I was a scone person. <laughs> a scone? Um, well, because of the whole like, scone. stone, stone, scone, gone, I was like, what about the word done? Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it irre- <laughs> it's irrelevant to this equation. No, it's We're not irrelevant because everyone's like, this is a word that's spelled O-N-E and it's pronounced like this, therefore scone, scone is pronounced like this. And I was like, what about done? It's spelled O-N-E. Why is no one championing the scum? Because it sounds disgusting. Um, it sounds like scum. You thought um, it'd be funny. But I um, took a moment of amnesty from my scone. Um... I'd like to have a scone with cream, please. <laughs> it's a bit rubbish. I, I can't really advocate for it. But no. I do find it stops the meaningless debate. Scone, scone. It is scone. Let's be done with it. No. Okay, let, let's move on swiftly. Two to one. Because you're, you're very wrong. So the first time I came down to Cornwall with um, carry on. <laughs> the first time I came down to Cornwall with Polly, uh, so we spent a few days here. It was really nice, uh, and then at the end we went to this like vegan cafe in Truro, uh, who do like um, cream teas, um, like vegan cream teas, and um, I had uh, obviously it's gone, um, and <laughs> I cut it in half, and I put put the the clotted cream on, and then I put put some yes, jam on, Sam. and. Oh. Polly at this point, she's never been as cross as me. <laughs> she was livid because the, like really? in her mind the whole cafe had turned in on us and was like yes. staring at me. My heretical views on scone assembly. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you been up to anything exciting, either of you? Oh no, that's that's a non starter. No. That's why we're struggling not to repeat ourselves on this podcast. Because when everyone asks us, oh, what are you up to? Like, I think we work. Not much. We walk, we eat, we work, we sleep. (laughs) I had like so many great dreams of like all the new skills I was going to learn in lockdown. Some jigsaw puzzle and some juggling balls. But actually, it turned out to be enough of a challenge to cook each day, to do some exercise each day, and to get out of bed. Yeah. Um, No new skills were home. Yeah. 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 Stop the creative challenge as well because no one was replying. <laughs> that was sad. But you to know what fair, like, the newsletter. Um... Yeah, like initially everyone was so excited to send things in and yeah. um, I like get involved and now it's just like we're so yeah, sick yeah. of lockdown. <laughs> End it please. There we go. This is what I'm saying. Sam, we've given you a voice as the <laughs> author of the family newsletter or the compiler. I, I prefer to think of myself as an editor. As the editor of the family mm. newsletter, what would you like to yeah. say to our dear listeners? <laughs> I would love to say please do send in anything you've been up to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, people really appreciate it actually I do get a lot of emails yeah. of people saying how much they like just seeing what everyone else is up to yeah, uh, which is great because the, my my kind of intention of it was was to like effectively mimic after church chat over coffee yeah. so you're talking yeah. about stuff that you know just like normal very normal day to day stuff or what the kids have been up to or you know yeah. that kind of thing yeah. so just trying to yeah replicate that a bit mm. but. Yeah. Well, that's what we want to do with the podcast as yeah. well. Just have normal yeah. conversation yeah. with normal yeah. members of Wigan, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just, just feel like everyone's listening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like what we did with the Zoom after the Sunday that was service. So lovely, was that there was nothing it? like essential that was said, but it was just normal like chit chat and oh, mm. you see Paul with wig and like 
so and so said this and like it just is yeah. like natural normal funny conversation just like watching yeah. new faces have like new yeah. interactions i started with doing the, the cliche getting to sourdough phase and Did you? Uh, yeah. made some loaves yeah. then <laughs> my sourdough starter is currently sitting pretty sure it's dead <laughs> in <the fridge. laughs> Oh. <laughs> did you do the banana bread though because we've only just done banana bread <laughs> but we've done well to last like two and a half months have you made the lockdown banana bread i can confirm we have made banana bread uh it was quite nice yeah. oh, <laughs> you've yeah. succumbed no. now, did you know chocolate chip or not that is the question no we didn't actually um, which is unusual because I think banana bread is only made complete by chocolate chips. I'm a big believer in <laughs> chocolate chips and banana bread. But... For most oh. of my life, I had banana bread without chocolate chips. See, I think then we went yeah. to someone's house and they'd made banana bread mm. with chocolate chips, and I can tell you, it was worth those fifteen years <laughs> of no chocolate chips to have that epiphanal oh. moment. Mm. It's game changer, isn't it? It's like what I like to call boozy barbecue bananas. At the end of a barbecue. It's a family mm. ritual. You you have to do it um, if you're old enough to drink alcohol. You get um, some bananas. You wrap them in foil. But before you wrap them in foil, you make little slits. You oh, embed chocolate chunks. And then you put rum in them. You wrap them yes. back in the foil and let them cook in the embers of your dying barbecue or campfire. Mm. But just that, oh, <laughs> that like, burning yourself on the hot sugar, but like, the, oh, yeah. the rum, the chocolate, the banana. It's very, it feels very Caribbean. Could you combine it with like a s'more and like put your banana, Ooh. your boozy banana in between two biscuits? That'd be amazing. Sam Pibworth, mm. this is why you are known as a chef. <laughs> <laughs> What biscuits would you go for though? Would you go for like the rheumatoid um, like, like the cracker style or like the um Oh chocolate digestives for that. Chocolate yeah. chocolate digestives. Yeah. That's what I use for small every time. Every time. Mm. Yeah. See I've done both. Like you when when in America you have to go graham cracker, um with like Hershey's chocolate and then they're like the massive like um campfire oh, yeah. But I think I've had them here and it just has been a, yeah, a digestive with little marshmallows mm. and like some chocolate, but... Do you add yeah. chocolate to your chocolate digestives or do you just keep the chocolate that's on the digestive? No, I just keep the chocolate that's there. Because if you go two, so you get chocolate from both sides. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I found that sufficient. This is so. a good conversation. <laughs> mm. oh. I am I am wanting a small right now. Mm, me too. <laughs> Well, it has been really lovely having you here, Sam. Thank you for finally, um, finally deciding to <laughs> grace us with your presence. <laughs> shocking, shocking. I'm it's sorry really we good. didn't ask you it's so really many good. times. <laughs> or rather, I'm sorry we let you down, or what did we do? We started You led you. him on. We did, didn't we? <laughs> I'm glad we could finally make do or make do. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Make good really on our promise. It's bad. Um, yeah. And now we've had all the MTs. Every single MT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, enjoy Cornwall. Enjoy the sunshine. Um, we hope we see you again. Like, they don't keep you prisoner. We'll um, meet again. Don't, don't know when. when. Don't know when. <laughs> This is not going in a podcast. Not, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Bye. 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 I should have a clover goodbye. Bye. <laughs>